still looking for respect nationwide. What's going on, Sooner Nation? You are tuned in to Barry and Mac Show exclusive content. Damian Mackey's 10 thoughts following the Red River Showdown where the Sooners lose 49-0 to the Texas Longhorns. Please take a moment and go leave us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere you get your podcasts. Go follow the social media. At the Barry and Mac Show on Instagram, at Barry and Mac SHW on Twitter, Damien's is at Dame That Dude, and mine is at BYS Fitness at Letter B W I S E Fitness. Thank you all for once again tuning in. Here's D Mac. All right, guys. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do this one a little different today. Obviously, you guys know I've been doing my ten thoughts. It's actually been going on. Uh, sheesh, going on. This is my third year doing it. Obviously, adding into the podcast, um, I generally will go through every position group. Today, we're not going to do that, right? Um, because you know, this is a rivalry week. Th- this is a, a very important game for a lot of reasons. And when when we talk about these thoughts that I'm having, um, one of the things that are really really important to me as a Sooner alum. Uh, a guy who's played in this game. My last game as a Sooner was this game in 2001. It's my last game as a Sooner was a Superman game. Uh, pride comes to mind. Right? Preparation comes to mind. The importance of this game and what it means to our season, to our recruiting, right? To to the bragging rights, the Red River, the Red River rivalry. It's 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 everything. So I'm going to spend a little time. Uh, some of these thoughts talking about that aspect of the game because we got demolished in every way possible. So I'm, I'm going to go through some positions because I feel like some of them are very pertinent for us to, to address. Uh, but man, I, I, I got to say, guys, I, I'm not even hurt right now. I'm really upset. And I'm not even upset with the, the Texas fans who don't know how to, you know, they haven't won in so long. They're, you know, it's like Disneyland for them. I'm not upset. Because we gave them the platform to feel like they deserved it. I'm upset with our Sooners. I'm upset with our players. I'm upset with the coaches and their preparation. I'm upset with our program. I'm watching I'm watching college football final right now, and I'm watching the guys run out the tunnel, and all I see is Texas, Texas, Texas. And, and I said it on the pod. Before 97, I had no idea about the OU-Texas rivalry. I had no idea it existed. At zero. All right. But I walked down that tunnel for the very first time as a 98 red shirt freshman. And it taught me something very quickly. You can't lose this game. In that game, I want to say we lost 49, 14 or, or I guess it couldn't have been that bad. Must've, must've been something like 35, 14, but Ricky Williams had a day and Wayne McGarrity had a day and major Applewhite. I was like, Holy shit, this kid's good. Uh, you know, I remember a lot of those guys in that games, but I also remember us showing them we are not they punks. They won on the scoreboard. They made more big plays, but our guys made plays too. We showed up and got money. We hit they asses in the mouth as well. Today, I saw none of that. I saw two guys who I can firmly say play with guts. 
That would be number nine. And that would be number three. I can't say anyone on defense. Some of the subs, some of the puppies, right? I saw some guys coming late, but those 11 starters on defense, they quit. They quit. That offensive line, they they punked out. Our offensive line punked out. They didn't want no part of 16 minutes with Texas. It was very clear, right? I, I said this before. You cannot be a guy who comes to OU as a transfer quarterback knowing that you're one play away from potentially being the guy and play as bad as 11 play today. You just can't do it at OU. I don't know what they do at Pitt. I don't know what they do at these other schools, but when you're at OU and you're following the lineage, the tradition of what we do, it's unacceptable. And I I feel like there's a culture even with the alumni where we're like, we have to all be, you know, kumbaya. No, we fucking don't. By the way, it was not kumbaya in our locker room. By the way, we had flat out fist fights at practice or in the locker room yeah we did you know why because guys cared we pushed each other so 10 thoughts number one quarterbacks best quarterback on the field today was number nine bar none showed heart showed guts uh, didn't do a bunch of great things today but at least he came out there and I felt like you know he wanted the package, the plan to work, orchestrated some drives to got us between the twenties, and 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 by the way, he's a tight end. Number eleven, I'm extremely disappointed in the fact that you, knowing you were going to be the primary thrower of the football, came such ill-equipped to play winning football. Last week, you get a mulligan. This week, that's on you. This is big boy football. Some of you guys are paid thousands. Some people are paid millions to play this game now. It's unacceptable. Today was unacceptable. I don't know what needs to change and be fixed. What I do know is if they roll you back out there again next Saturday, I have no sympathy if you play the way you played again like you played today. It was unacceptable. You literally couldn't complete a pass besides a slam. And this is not to maim or like, we, we got to tell the truth, guys. We've got to, we got to be honest with ourselves. And I know I've been there, the preparation. You got to prepare better. Coach has got to put you in a position to be successful. Coach has to know what your strengths and where your weaknesses lie. But you're afraid to throw the ball. Like you're a scholarship quarterback. You were you were QB one this week. Unacceptable. Running backs. You know, it, it's hard to gauge. I felt like, you know, first half there were some things available and, and you guys were hitting holes. Gray, gray, you ran hard, you split some seams. Uh majors, you right, you you had some early opportunities. Man, Farouk was back there getting busy. I like Farouk, by the way. Got some MC vibes. He he, he gives me, I, I texted Mark the other day. I said, MC, man, Farouk looks a little bit like he got your wiggle. And just like a thinner guy, but strong. MC was really strong and could run through trash and not slow down. Farouk has that. Running backs, I, uh, you know, I, I, I feel for you guys, 
right? Because a lot of a lot of uh, boxes full of backers and lots of people all around the edges, right? You guys are put in a position where we can't even, you know, pretend we can throw the ball. So people are creeping to the line of scrimmage. But here's what I'll say, guys: we're again still looking for leadership, still looking for somebody to say, you know what? I'm just gonna make it happen. All right. Tight ends is a wash. Obviously, our tight ends played quarterback today. Parker, I didn't, you know, you, you're you're not in a position where you're 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 a focal point. Again, I I like the fact that the leader of the defense is in this position group, but I hate the fact that the leader of the defense or the offense is in this position group. If that makes sense. You gotta have a leader, but if your leader is your tight end, that's problematic because it should definitely be your quarterback. There should definitely be an alignment. There should definitely be a skill guy. Your tight end is 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 the kind of like the glue. And we can see that he's doing everything he can in his power. But we need more leadership. O-line. I wrote a note down. This was my O-line. This is what my O-line note says. You guys ready? It just says soft. Actually, it says extremely soft and disappointing. And here's something I want you guys to be thinking about. If you guys love your coach, it's probably now where you need to start playing for it like you do. Because you guys are making your coach look like he lost a step, look like he lost some grit, look like he's not the same 2018 version of he who got the Joe Moore Award. Maybe, I don't know if this is sabotage, but like if you guys love your position coach, the seniority there, Right. There's a lot of returning starts there. There's some NFL aspirations at that at that position or at those positions. And we just don't see it. At the tackle positions, it's adequate. But you guys aren't dominating either. Guard, center, guard, we're in trouble. We got our asses kicked, handed to us, patty caked all game long. And that's been a strength of our program for probably a decade. We've had some nasty guards and we've had some NFL caliber or on the cusp of NFL guys. And we're, we're, we're not good. It's not good. I gave you guys a lot of, you know, uh, uh, red tape. I gave you guys a lot of rope, a lot of chances. I'm just telling you guys in a game where our quarterback is out and we're saying, hey, we're going to deploy a wildcat. We needed more from you guys. Much more from you guys. Wide receivers. Man. It's kind of hard when we can't throw the ball. That's all the excuse I'm going to give you. <laughs> it's very interesting to me, guys, that Every team we play can kick our ass on the edge, meaning when they throw quick screens, our DBs can't get off blocks. When we throw quick screens, our receivers can't block. We can't block. You guys consistently have shown that you don't want to block for your brother. It's problematic. We took so much pride. If, if Antoine's getting the screen, I got to dominate his guy. If Jay Norm is getting the screen, I got to dominate his guy. I, we haven't seen you guys block consistently all year long. It's an issue. There weren't a lot of uh, passes to be dropped. Right. You guys didn't go out there and, and you know, 
be the catalyst behind the reason we won or lost. But I'll tell you this, there were times in the second half where they were showing the uh, the end zone view, meaning like from behind the quarterback, you guys were out there jogging. The game's not over. The game's not over. Texas is having a blast. You guys are jogging. Broke my heart. Like, I'm, probably, I'm not trying to be emotional or like whatever. Like, I'm actually being like, damn. It's flipped on the other side of the coin. Maybe you didn't think he'd get the ball to you. Maybe you didn't think that he would even throw the ball. And part of that is valid. But I saw you guys out there literally going through the motions. I'm just telling you how you do anything is how you do everything. And on film, you look like you don't care. Take it how you want to take it. D-line. We, I was talking to Barry on the pod, and I said, man, these D-linemen got to be the best slow dancers in the history of slow dancers. You guys remember when you're in middle school and you go on that, that one dance and you finally ask that girl and you put your hands around her hips and you guys are just kind of standing close to each other and you were just staring in her eyes and you guys are kind of rocked back and forth. Doesn't that kind of look like our D-line? Like is I feel like our D line feels like it's against the rules to disengage and go chase the quarterback. I feel like our D line feels like it's against the rules to like beat their man and, and apply pressure. We like to stay engaged with linemen. It's 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 utterly uh I can't even believe that every week I see this happen. Our guys can't get off linemen for four seconds. Five seconds into a play, we're still slow dancing with a left tackle or right guard versus disengaging and getting to the ball. Blows my mind. I'll tell you this. It's time to scrap the 30 front. That 30 front is 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 not working for us. We're too light in the ass for it. We need more beef up the line of scrimmage. We need to cover up our backers for all their weaknesses. The 30 front needs to be retired until further notice. I know it's a personnel issue, and I get it from that perspective. But man, we got some problems there. Backers. We need personnel changes. I'm not going to harp on players, but people are out of position. Certain guys have no business playing that position anymore. I saw a linebacker on Saturday duck under a block and essentially get his partner linebacker covered up and the third team running back run for a touchdown. That's literally something you learn in JV football. And yet you trot out on the field the next week and you trot out on the field the next week and you trot out on the field the next week. We've got to see changes. I don't even think there's a, a, a situation to hope you'll improve. You haven't shown you, you. In fact, it's regressed. It's gotten worse. Now it's consistently and habitually worse. I saw 10 flash. He's light in the ass. He's a puppy. I'd like to see him play. We saw seven have a phenomenal game against Notre Dame, or excuse me, against Nebraska, and then we haven't seen him again. Yet we've seen the same players make the same mistakes over and over and over again. That's coaching. Coach, this is on you. Texas has ended, right? We got 49 smacked. It's a goose egg. 
this loss is worse than both of the 60 smacks we put on them in the early 2000s. It's worse. We got goose egged. They get to say that they goose egged us in that game. Are you kidding me? Linebackers. You guys are one of the pivotal causes and why the defense can't get together and why we can't do the fundamentals and why we can't tackle with the veracity and why we cannot hit people backwards. We grab, we lean, we wait. It's it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Two's an edge player. 28's a middle backer. 23 and 7 should be vying for reps at Willie Backer. There's got to be some changes. If not, call me an idiot. You guys know what the definition is. Call me crazy. You know what the definition is. Secondary. Man. How we've gone from a team that could lock down and cover well and give the D-line time because you guys could stay on top of things to a defense we can't cover in the flats. We can't tackle in the flats. We can't cover in the seams. We can't tackle up the seams. We can't stay on top of guys. We can't stop getting uh, 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 pass interference as there's nothing we do well right now. You guys went from probably the strongest group on the defense to equally as bad as the other two. You're not worse, but you're equally as bad. It's like there's some type of energy going through the defense and you guys have accepted that you guys also don't deserve to be great and you choose not to be great because the secondary does not have excuse. You guys could be great. You have size, you have strength, you have experience. You have guys who should be leaders. There isn't a real weakness in the secondary, except you guys are choosing to be weak. Again, it's culture. Cancer. It'll spread. Looking for a leader to step up. Looking for an individual to let everybody else know it's not okay. If people are going to be more upset for with me for my opinions than with the team for their actions and reactions, there's something wrong. I shouldn't have to worry about if people are going to have backlash for me telling the truth versus the guys in that locker room saying, damn it, we suck. I might need to sit down on the bench and get coached up. Zero went from an NFL guy to I don't know. Nine went from a one-handed interception to we literally can't tackle. 25. I, 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 My mama told me if you don't have anything positive to say, don't say anything. So I won't say anything. We've got to improve. You, you guys know better. You should do better. You haven't done it yet, though. Looking for you guys to show that you guys want to be there. Looking for you guys to show that you guys can play tighter coverage. It boggles my mind that we are not near receivers, yet we still decide to line up seven, eight, nine, ten yards off the line of scrimmage. I get we're in zone, but why don't we why won't we scheme it? Why won't we disguise it? Line up like it's man and then bail out of there at the snap of the ball so the offense can't just see pre-snap what they're doing. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. Coaching. Coach V, I love you, bro. I really, I, I, I think you are the man for the job. I think you're going to write the ship. You have a tough task ahead of you. 
You've got a brand new coaching staff. You've got a crazy fan base who's already right pissed off because the last regime did what they did on the way out. And we don't make excuses. I'm not going to make excuses for you. I think you're going to make the right decisions. I think right, you're going to put people in the places to win. But right now, to my untrained eye outside of the program, you've got to make decisions with personnel now. You've got to see what scheme works best for your defense. I was a huge proponent of the 30. I got the whole reasoning, right? You take one of the linemen who aren't difference makers off the field, and you put another athlete on the field who can see the ball. The problem is it's not working. The problem is we get less pressure. The problem is, is we cannot stop the run or the pass. Neither. 30 defense doesn't work when one of your DNs is a 227-pound redshirt freshman. It just doesn't work. We don't have enough beef in the game. 30 defense doesn't work when your linebackers can't scrape and get past guards. Ever. It doesn't work. I'm looking and hoping we'll go to a 40 front. I'm looking and hoping we'll play a little tighter coverage. I'm looking and hoping personnel-wise, some guys who I've seen have been here since I played, they were red shirts my last year, are still playing, can sit on the bench. Guys, coach, some of those guys need to sit the bench. Some of those guys need to sit on the bench. They earned it. Some of those guys earned the right to sit on the bench. The film doesn't lie. Our opponents see it. They scheme them every single week. Culturally, you deserve winners. Culturally, the young guys deserve opportunity to win. Culturally, the recruits want to play for winners. They want to play for winners. So, coach, I'm asking you. I'm pleading with you. I'm saying I get it. I know. I know you're going to make right, the decisions that we need to make to win and be successful. Some of those decisions require us hitting some guys down. Some of those decisions may require you looking at your assistant coaches. That's the thing about being a head coach. Those are the decisions you have to make. Some of those decisions might require you say, you know what? This isn't going to be a fit. Because in Oklahoma, we're not going to give you three years. You're not going to get three years. I'm going to advocate like hell to make sure this year goes and you get all the resources you need for, for year two. Because I believe in you. But the fans, and they matter. They matter. Their pocketbooks matter. Their attendance to games matter. Right? They Their, their community matters. Oh, they matter. And so not that we are going to, you know, cater to them, but I'm just saying we got to analyze the program from top to bottom. Players, coaches, admin, back office, operations, everybody. Because that team was not prepared for that game. Yes, our quarterback got hurt. Yes, we didn't have a uh, scholarship quarterback going into the season. Yes, we had 25 guys leave for the NFL. We had seven guys who were NFL potential guys go in the portal. We're still Oklahoma. We still can't make excuses. We can't. Now, that doesn't mean you're expected to win every game. 
But what it does mean is we need to look more competitive. We need to look more cohesive. We need to be more physical. We need to be better athletes. Our guys need to be in better positions to win the game. And when our quarterback can't complete a pass, it looks like I'm watching a freshman football game on offense because we can't throw the ball. It's problematic. Big time. So I'll end this with this, guys. Um, I'm utterly shocked. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed. Um, but I'm also being honest. And, you know, I don't know how this is going to be received in the program. I love my school. And I hope that when I go to town, I can, you know, still have the respect. But I, I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I said it before. I'm in a couple text groups. And I literally saw teammates, like, making excuses. And it made me want to throw up. Like, I get it. Our old coach is back. I get it. Some of our buddies are on the staff. I get it. Like, we love our school. But damn it, we all see suckage when we see suckage. Are you kidding me? We all were in practice and got dog cussed out for making a mistake. We all were in practice and knew what it took to take the decision if we wanted to just allow ourselves to lose or to nut up and go take what was ours. And I see none of that. I don't see it. So I'm just here to say that um, I'm sooner. I'm I'm not. I wasn't sooner born, but I'm definitely sooner bred. My 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 children are sooner born and sooner bred. My wife was not sooner born, but she's sooner bred. And when I die, I'll be sooner dead. But while I'm alive, I'll be John Motherfucking Brown if I keep my mouth shut and allow us to play a style of football that is not our DNA. We talk about championship DNA. We talk about OU DNA. I don't see it. I'm not going to act like I see it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to call up. It's not a call out. It's a call up. I'm calling up those Sooner seniors, those leaders, those so-called captains. And I'm telling them now, some of y'all need to sit the bench. The definition of a leader is someone who builds leaders and people follow them. If ain't nobody following you, you're not a leader. And when you tell people to follow your example and your example is piss poor, please stop being a leader. Please. We don't want it. We don't need it. We need somebody who's going to get the job done and be a good student and have good character. This is not intramurals. This is big time blue blood college football. Leave from the front and do it with a high standard. Or please be quiet. Because we got football games tonight. And a university run. Ten thoughts. This is the